So you put out a product and you let your community run with it, you know, and they're able to produce such amazing experiences and in some cases um, upgrades and improvements to your original work that it really just takes everything to the next level. And that's why I think they'll be very impactful as we look to the metaverse and Web3. We have seen the rise and reign of user-generated content in Web2. But in this podcast, we're going to jump into Web3 and see where user-generated content can take us. Because I think it has big implications for the metaverse. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Metaverse Podcast. I am your co-host, Atlas Theory, here with Archetype. How's it going, man? Doing great, man. How are you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. Excited to get into this week's topic. It's something that I've enjoyed personally. So can you give us a rundown? Like, what is user-generated content or paint us a picture of what it is? Yeah, so this is uh, something that I've been watching for a little while. It's uh, getting bigger. And so I thought it'd be good to um, cover off on this because uh, it's only, yeah, it's only going to grow from here. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of tools available within games that is allowing people to create their own content. And I think with the adoption of uh, digital assets, NFTs, we're going to see a huge spike in interest. You've only got to look at games like Roblox and Minecraft to see how successful they are. Uh, for example, Roblox, I think, have over 200 million users. Um, and their revenue uh, for one quarter, this is, uh, I think, the end of 2022, quarter four, was over $500 million in revenue. Dang. Yeah. And so that's a big slice of the pie. And this is coming from, you know, like younger generation. So this money is coming from their parents, you know, family. It's ridiculous. I, I can only imagine... Uh, what this looks like once it gets into, um, yeah, maybe more like Web3 games and older generation people with money, uh, what kind of economy that will be. It didn't necessarily start with Roblox. Maybe you could dive into that. What what were you seeing back in the day when you were playing um, that was user-generated content? Oh, yeah, man. Well, the first thing you have to mention is mods, right? So, like, uh, that's something definitely from my generation. I'm sure we saw it a little bit before and maybe some older computer games as well. Um, but let's just jump ahead to my teens, like Skyrim. Um, that yeah. had major, you know, <laughs> modifications to it from the community. And some of the most beloved parts of Skyrim have come from the mods so you 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 put out a product and you let your community run with it you know and they're able to produce such amazing experiences and in some cases um, upgrades and improvements to your original work that it really just takes everything to the next level and that's why i think it'll be very impactful as we look to the metaverse and web3 what are some of the things you've seen yeah, well, uh, similar, like uh, modifications done by community members and then they would post it in like a uh, a forum or something like that. <clears throat> and basically they're just getting into the code, they're seeing how it's built and then they're playing around with it. So they might swap out like a character. So you're 
typical main character in the game. They'll swap it out for something comical or something fun for the for the players, and uh, it would just catch on from there. Uh, and then before marketplaces, before there was a you know something within the game to sell these these modifications or these products, people were sort of selling them like peer to peer through outside of the game, like through different sort of points of sale or, you know, almost like a black market type type deal. And then we saw like game developers like catch on to this and to really, instead of like going against it, really encouraging it. And then that's where I think game developers really saw that this was, um, this was something really good to grow the game. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I see that kind of stuff all the time, especially now I'm, I'm moving away from computer games slightly, um, but going into role-playing games such as Dungeons & Dragons, they've produced these books, but they also open up their IP for their community to use. And we've seen uh, groups like Geek & Sundry who have made these amazing episodes that are now picked up you know, by <laughs> Amazon uh, to continue their work. And it's, it's amazing. And I'm, I'm glad they kept it uh, open for their community. It just shows you the power of what like a community can do. Like you have your home brews, you know, for your role players, you have your modifications um, for your gamers. And, you know, as we look to web three, we can't help but wonder what are those going to be for PFPs? And I have seen the first example of them. Uh, Utes actually released a collection, well, called Utes, <laughs> but they're like 15,000, I believe, um, Ute characters. However, there was a chunk of one-on-ones, and there's somebody who took their piece. I believe their name is Candy Apple, um, and they're creating art off that piece and starting to tell a story with that Ute character. And it's just powerful to see. So there's another level jumping to Web3 of this modification. Yeah, I've actually seen on the topic of like PFPs that they have the generative art and then you can actually swap out different elements and make them unique. Mm. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm actually kind of wearing a shirt from like, <laughs> I did not plan this. Um, a group that actually does this really well. Um, they're always improving, um, the certain <clears throat> traits that you can, you know, change depending on like a faction you choose or they'll upgrade the art or possibly maybe we'll be able to, as a community, submit our own ideas for traits and have those made and put into the collection. But who knows? where that's going to go, but I definitely see it going there. Well, yeah, I, I see another um, company that's doing this is um, Ready Player Me. Oh, okay. And they have, they've done two things really well is one, they've had just that sign on that initial, like, uh, what is it? Google it, find it, jump in, start creating an avatar. They've got quite a good selection. Um, all human characters at this point, which I'm bummed about. I want to make some <laughs> something a bit, <laughs> a bit different there. But um, yeah, a really good choice of different sort of um, combinations: clothing, hairstyles, accessories, 
gender types, skin tones, all those sorts of things. But then the second thing that they do really well is they partner with different games or environments where then you can take that character and put it inside that. So they've partnered with some platforms that I've used like spatial.io. When you go on the spatial.io website, you can actually build the character within that platform. Like it doesn't take you somewhere else. You create it and then once you're done, it's like, great, go throw that character in. I think we're going to see a lot more of that and probably to the point where once you get that special combination, maybe you can lock that out so nobody else can have that particular combination of uh, items selected in your character. And so then it does become a one of one. I love that. It's like going back to the ready player line phrase. And I am paraphrasing, but like people of the Oasis, not just of all the things you can do, but all the things you can be. And with user-generated content, you can really put yourself into this work that uh, you're experiencing or, you know, creating with. And it's just such a powerful tool for Web3 to have. Now, let's talk about Unreal Engine for a little bit, because I know there's a marketplace... um, on there where you could submit if I'm, if I'm not wrong, wrong. Yeah. So this is interesting. I think this is where this 3d marketplace will be bigger than say like an eBay because we're heading into this digital world. So you have eBay for the physical world. I think you're going to have something just as big, but on the digital side. And I think that will come around 3d assets. So there's already 3d asset marketplaces. Unreal engine is one of them. There's others, but they usually host like a range of different types of 3D files. Different 3D programs have different 3D files that you can save as. But then there is some common sort of file types, sort of like you have a JPEG or a PDF, which pretty much any computer can open. We'll see a bit more standardization of file formats and the way that you can bring in assets into different games. I think whoever markets that is is going to win. Yeah. No, (laughs) big time. I was just going to mention that um, because it's really that like metaverse standardization that we need. Right. So like something like the unreal engine marketplace where people are already uploading, you know, all this content to be used by filmmakers and creators of all kinds. It's, it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that's the advantage of like, say something like unreal engine. You know, they're not just appealing to game design, but people are going to be making movies. We've we've talked about this in previous podcasts. So that has a potential for that marketplace to grow pretty big. And if they're creating assets for both movies and games, that's just going to want people to purchase that asset even more because that same asset that was used to create the latest Marvel Iron Man or something like that, you could actually buy that exact model and have as a game character. Now, how how big do you think this all goes? Like, is it going to get to a point where like most people's job or side income, let's just say, is going to be based off either like content creation personality stuff, um, but also uploading these kind of assets and personal experiences to a marketplace to be sold or like what do you think of all that yeah i think there's two different ways that these assets will will go on to the marketplace 
Well, firstly, it'll be user-generated. So whether that's um, uh, people sitting down and actually modeling this thing or whether AI takes this to the next level mm-hmm. and we just have speech to 3D model. <laughs> it's <laughs> or even um, new, Yeah, Neuralink where you just think it and it just pops up. But then there's going to be the people that either acquire these assets through gameplay or they're just really good at, at just trading, just buying low and selling high and accrue like a mass of different inventory items. Mm, I love that so much. So one random thought that just passed in my head is like, if if we have something like the Neuralink, like uh, think to image or think to 3D asset, <laughs> a lot of motivational posters are going to have to change. You know, a lot of philosophy, <laughs> a lot of philosophy of like ideas are worthless. Like you must, uh, you know, do. It's like, nope, my ideas just made me a hundred dollars today. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, that's that's really cool. So, what is archetype plan on doing? What kind of user generated content? <laughs> do you have in mind yeah um initially any kind of game that gives me the ability to create quickly mm. i'm interested in because time for me i'm so time poor definitely uh anything star atlas related maybe we'll get into that a bit later yeah but my forte is like interior design like i'm a 3d interior designer by day mm. And so I love creating like beautiful 3D interior spaces. So people will want habitations. They'll want their own environments, their own little space. Some of these games will have an available slot where it'll be a piece of land or a physical space. So not just customized characters or items, but I think habitations and environments will be a big thing as well. Yeah. So I'd be interested in that because... I have the tools and the assets and the, the knowledge to build out a 3D environment pretty quick. So that's something I'm pretty excited about. What do you think? Uh, what would you be interested in? Oh, man. I am not time poor, but I'm also <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> now, uh, I can definitely commission it, though. I have I have a lot of ideas. So like that Neuralink thing, that sounded pretty nice to me. But um, other than that, it's going to be probably commissions, but I do want to like put my stamp, you know, on the metaverse in, in some way, probably some digital, you know, clothing and create a community around it, a brand. It sounds pretty fun to me. Yeah, I think people that have a brand or like content creators, they're going to have this advantage i think Mm. if they put something out in the marketplace people just have to have one you know what i mean yeah you know even clothing brands and things like that they're going to be the ones that really take advantage of this so i think if you're smart and you're building you start to think about that now and a good way to build your community like people can collect and represent your your brand and it's free advertisement basically if you've got 100 followers and they've all bought a digital t-shirt with your brand on it and now they're running around inside the game and people see it it might not be where they run past and you go oh that was a cool t-shirt and then you forget about it there might be ways where you can other players seeing it can see it select it and then take them to a link to go and buy that same shirt yeah. just buy it right there too a little click click you know <laughs> but you're, yeah. you're 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 <laughs> definitely right like if you're looking 
towards the future to this web three metaverse space. And you want to create like, or be involved in user generated content. There are two things. One of two things you need to do. Either you need to be learning the skills to create these assets, or you need to be getting attention because both of these (laughs) are going to play out really well for you. Yeah. I think there'll be a shift. You either have a lowering of the entry level Mm. to create these things, or you raise the level of the tools to create. So for example, Roblox, what they did was they lowered the entry level. Mm. So which meant not as good graphics, but it got mass adoption, more people in because it was easy to create. It was a lower level. But I think with AI and with all these other tools that people are looking at, what you have is AAA quality games that are built in Unreal Engine and Unreal Engine themselves will create easier tools and then we'll see a huge spike in the level of creator content. Now, you mentioned Star Atlas before. Is that one of the companies that you see doing this right or at least preparing for this user-generated content? I'm optimistic for sure because they really listen to their community Mm. and (laughs) <laughs> you're in the community as well. You know everyone's chomping at the bit <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to um, to create these asset skins. I think they're a little bit protective of their brand at the moment, but I think that there's a possible um, balance with that where they could have a tab on their marketplace, which is star like genuine Star Atlas assets, and then they could have a tab that's community assets. And so that could be totally different and it could still go through a curation process. So there's no weird stuff on there (laughs) that people just upload. But for example, like Roblox, they take about 30% uh, cut Mm. and other platforms like Meta, they're looking to, to pretty much do something similar or even a higher percentage. Whereas Star Atlas, like with their marketplace fees, they're pretty low. They're like around the six, 7% and, options for getting that lower by staking some of their tokens so yeah i think uh yeah they if they're not already they should be looking at it i really like that a little like expanded universe tab or something like that you know (laughs) get get the guilds in there get the individual creators yeah i i can't wait for that kind of age to come for star atlas and for other games as well um it's just more fun when we kind of all create together, make each other laugh, inspire each other, um, and encourage each other to keep on growing in, into new experiences. Now, of course, guys, everything we talked about today is just the beginning for user-generated content. We want to know your thoughts, so write them down in the comment section below or hit us up on Twitter at, uh, where is that again, Archetype? That is at Pod. And you can also get us on our website, metaversepod.com, and any of your favorite uh, podcasting platforms. Awesome. Tune in, guys, and we'll see you next week for another awesome episode when we go into the metaverse. Did that make the cut? I feel like that was like a a short.
Good <laughs> that. <laughs> Did I say enough inspiring things today, Art? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Always. Uh, no, nah, that's fine. That's fine. Dude, um, I don't know if we want to keep any of that in there. <laughs> Do you think we're good? <laughs>